Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels, and the letters, which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. The Holy Spirit in your heart, it's a power that never goes out. We're going to uh, leave Revelation behind for a little while, and I'm going to focus on the Holy Spirit and Pentecost, which is coming up very soon. So um, I'm going to start talking about the Holy Spirit and taking a deep dive into um, who the Holy Spirit is and why you need to invite him into your heart. Well, growing up Catholic, I understood the Holy Ghost to be a part of the Holy Trinity and the shoulder taps when you did the sign of the cross on yourself. Now, as a born-again believer who has the Holy Spirit living inside of me, I realize what I was missing out in my youth. It's the Holy Spirit, not the Holy Ghost. I don't like the word ghost. Ghosts are dead people, demons, evil. The Holy Spirit is very much alive. The Holy Spirit is not Jesus' ghost. The Holy Spirit is not an it or a thing. The Spirit is a divine being who lives in the hearts of all true believers. The Holy Spirit is also not a bird. It's depicted as a dove in the Gospels, probably because when Jesus was baptized, John the Baptist and everyone there saw what looked like a dove come down to Jesus. It was probably just a bright light, a visible force, and they had no idea how to describe it. And we, we, one of the places that it's written in the Gospels is in the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 3, verses 21 to 22. One day when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly loved son. and You bring me great joy. But the voice from heaven was God the Father. So you have all three members of the Trinity. And this is the first time in the New Testament that we see all the members of the Trinity in one place. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When you believe and accept Jesus' salvation, it is the Holy Spirit who opens your heart and bestows or gives you divine life. There is no way to get divine life on your own. Jesus comes into your heart the moment you repent of your sins. Jesus and sin cannot live in your heart at the same time. The Holy Spirit convicts us, reprimands us of our unbelief and sin. He, the Spirit, reveals ways in which humans have wronged God and departed from his truth. Jesus explains it so well in John uh, uh, chapter 16, verses 8 through 11. And when he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. 
Righteousness is available because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world, Satan, has already been judged. A power source that never goes out. Pentecost is the Jewish festival that takes place 50 days after Passover. And if you click on over my blog, um, there's a link to, and I'll put in the show notes too, um, there's a link on, um, uh, on a blog article that I did describing what happened on the first uh, Christian Pentecost, which became really the birthday of the church. Jesus left the earth to be with God the Father in heaven. He's coming back for his believers sometime soon, and I'll leave the details on that for a future post. The disciples were upset that Jesus was leaving, so that's why he tells them that he's sending the comforter, the teacher, the counselor. The Holy Spirit is so much more, and I'll get into more details as we walk to Pentecost. In 1 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 7, Paul writes, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Lately, I've memorized this verse and say it every night. There's a lot to fear about in the world today. However, fear cannot live in your heart if the Holy Spirit is there. The Apostle Paul explains the Holy Spirit to the believers in Corinth. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use the words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it, for only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. For who can know the Lord's thoughts, and who knows enough to teach them? And that's quoting from Isaiah uh, chapter 40, verse 13. But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. And that's out of 1 Corinthians 2, verses 11 through 16. Okay, so Paul's talking to people who are already believers of the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit transforms a sinner. God showed the prophet Ezekiel back in the Old Testament what was to come. So Ezekiel wrote, The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, Dry bones! Listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. 
The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies. But they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, come, O oh breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, we have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. That's in Ezekiel 37, verses 1 through 14. Well, um, most of this has come true. This is Bible prophecy, and it has come true. Um, uh, in 1948, um, the nation of Israel um, came into existence, and uh, Jews from all over are coming back to the land of Israel. And um, however, you know, not all Jews believe in Jesus. So, you know, there's still, there's still some, some work that needs to be done here. But because we are sinners, we are dead. The Holy Spirit breathes new life into the dead, into us when we believe. In Romans 8, Five through eight, the Apostle Paul writes, Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature, could never please God. Romans 8, 5 through 8. If you want this power source that never goes out, then you must believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. So pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you for the rest of, of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you click on over to my blog, you'll find the next steps in your walk with Jesus, what you should be doing, and a wonderful video from a song by Lauren Daigle called Dry Bones, which um, just kind of explains everything from um, the book of Ezekiel to what's happening today. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. 
If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Version Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.